Well, this morning I'm with Jonathan Pollinger. Um, we are at Smoky Joe's in Cheltenham at one of your infamous um, Laptop Fridays. <laughs> Good to know it's uh, widely known. It is. Yes, we, we do meet here uh, every week, so I think that helps people get to know uh, that it's happening every week, becomes part of certain people's routine. So we have regulars and we have people that turn up uh, from time to time as well. It does. And I'd like you to talk, talk to me a little more about the events. Um, yeah. I've got some questions on that. So uh, you're in a company called Internet Future. That's right. You're a social media consultant. Yep. And uh, on your Twitter, you say you're connecting people and watching the resulting magic, which I love. Because it actually is slightly more tangible than I can help you with your social media and I can help you do this. Um, do you want to tell me a little bit more about that? Yeah, sure. I guess I've always been fascinated with how technology can help uh, bring people together in both the online space and uh, and offline, mm-hmm. particularly interested in using social media to get people to meet and connect at events like uh, like Laptop Friday. It's, uh, it's a powerful thing. And then when you see somebody, let's say, obtain some business as a result of you introducing them or perhaps form some sort of collaboration and they go on to do good stuff, then that's that's very uh, very rewarding to, to see. Yeah, and you've had some great testimonials, just just doing a bit of background research, and we've known each other for about a year, maybe two years yep. now. Yep. Um, I think we met at um, another one of your events, which isn't going now, but... Was it uh, the, so? It was really yeah. We are social club. We are social club. Yeah, 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 social media event. Yeah. So it is, it is an event that I came along to. Didn't really know what it was going to be about, but came along. It was a bit of a mix between just a social event and a little bit of geekery. Until a lot of web developers there, a lot of social yep. marketing people, and people are just interested in that area. Yep. Should have kept that on. I really, really like, <laughs> really like that. Um, but yeah. So from from that's where I met you, and you've come to a few of our tweet ups that we had in Hereford. That's right. Yeah. Really nice to have you there. Um, but yeah, you've had some great testimonials just just doing the background research. And re- you know, people Thank have you. been really impressed with how you've helped them, and they've had tangible results, which is uncommon, I think, in um, in social can marketing. Be. Yeah. It can yeah. Be, well, it can yeah. Be. I think you've done very well. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, it's important to demonstrate results for, for clients and there's often debates about you know how can you measure social media. Yeah. I think some aspects of it are pretty tough to, to measure because they are intangible if you talk about concepts like engagement, you know, how do you kind of like measure that? But it's a challenge, but you know, even within something say like Twitter Analytics now, they do provide you with a, an engagement rate. So on the techie side, people are trying to, to quantify measurement now. Oh, that's good, yeah. But I think you know the fundamental thing, results-wise, is uh, is ROI. Ultimately, is it bringing people more uh, more business? So that's the that's the ultimate ultimate test. So that's interesting. So how do you go about doing that? Because I'm from marketing background, I'm particularly interested in stats. Um, from my point of view on the web, Google Analytics floods you with lots of statistics. I know yeah. there are lots of apps online that can um, monitor um, how people work uh, in, in communities and whether they're interested in what they're talking about. What sort of things are really important when you're measuring social statistics? Well, I think if, you're, if I'm doing a full service with a, with a client, then regular reviews are important. Mm-hmm. But reviews against targets that you set right at the beginning. Okay. So, for example, a couple of things to measure would be visits to a website that a company is getting from their different different social mm-hmm. networks. Uh, so you put a you put a mark in the sand. So you say right from this particular date, these targets will be in place. So you check out how many visitors they're getting on a monthly basis from say 
Twitter and Facebook and then you look at that monthly to see hopefully uh, right a, a large increase that it's going in, in the right direction and then if not then you've got a question question why not yeah but there are all sorts of other things to measure you know it depends on what the client wants to achieve but another one could be growing their their audience if they're looking to increase awareness mm-hmm. then it might simply be looking how many followers they've got on Twitter and, uh, and fans they've got on on Facebook for example yeah so what are the typical uh, questions that people might come to you with you know when they're they're first talking to their potential customer they, they're looking to engage you what are the problems they come to you with I think it's actually two things I would say finding the time and the resources to actually do social media yeah. I think most people nowadays can see that there is a there is a benefit so I can help them by providing them with the right tools, structure, framework, mm-hmm. so that they can, literally a day-to-day plan, if you like, so that they can crack on and actually give them more chance of, uh, of going ahead and doing it. And the other thing is that typically you find that people have got something in place, but they admit themselves that they're just kind of playing with it, perhaps, yeah. and so they're not really making the most of their... Facebook page which perhaps they're just posting once a month to when really they should be posting every day yeah I, that's something I come across I mean I, I, I look at everything in quite broad strokes and, and social media is an element of marketing and it's one of the things that people really struggle with so having someone who can help them with a, a plan and putting it together and, and encouragement as well I think is probably a big part of that that they're doing the right thing yeah that's true yeah I often uh, get sort of hired by companies and they say that part of their business almost literally you know, they, will, they will use the word inspiration because they might Good. not quite believe in social media and yeah. or perhaps they do believe in it but they just need that extra push to, yeah. to, to crack on and do it so yeah I think there is a there is an element of that um, have you got any recent interesting challenges that you've come across uh, something that's maybe taxed you or uh, has worked particularly well uh do you know what? I might even have an example that answers almost all three of those questions. At the start of, uh, I don't know, probably must have been about March, April time, kind of like got, had an idea to contact the uh, top 200 companies in Gloucestershire mm-hmm. um, to basically cold, cold call them. But it was kind of like, so the challenge was how was I going to, going to do that? How was I going to approach them? Uh, the reason behind that was I'm trying to sort of move into larger larger type businesses, larger larger companies. Uh, so I came up with the idea of using LinkedIn because that's kind of practicing what I what I preach. Show, show other people of uh, of using LinkedIn, and it was a uh, it was quite a, a struggle. I did manage. I'm quite organised, so I did manage to, to to keep it going on a regular basis and mm-hmm. stick to my target of of basically doing a search for these companies, finding the right person to speak to and communicating with them in a, in a very personal way over uh, on LinkedIn. Got loads of polite messages, didn't really get anywhere uh, until uh, until recently. Uh, so it was frustrating up to, well, not frustrating, but you've just got to carry on know, you sometimes yeah, with these mean. things. I was convinced I was doing the right thing. And then um, recently I've just been retained by what is my... In terms of their size, my largest client by by a mile. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm on an NDA, unfortunately, but mm-hmm. I can I can say that they're uh, a subsidiary of a uh, American company whose turnover is in billions. Right. Okay. Um, so brilliant. they are so well they done. are so they are very large. Yes, yeah. Thanks. Th- thanks very much. Um, and 
So that was great. So it was great that A, I'd used a method that I show people both in face-to-face training and in workshops to, to, to pick up new business, demonstrate that method has worked. And actually, I've got a LinkedIn workshop next week, which I will be showing people exactly how, how I landed that uh, But that, yes, that, you can run client. through that process. So yeah, oh, exactly. It's a, so it's, not, a, it's a genuine case study that so, I can, yeah, I can you, use. You can not only eat your own dog food, but you can, yep. uh, as the expression is, yep. um, but you can also then use that as a training exercise to show how Absolutely. you do it. Yeah, yeah, totally. So really useful for from a lot of aspects there. And yeah, obviously nice to get a, a, a client like that. Uh, so how long did that take between well, starting your this um, experiment, this I campaign? think it was, yeah, I think it was in March and so probably only end of June. So a good sort of three months yeah, really before getting, I wouldn't say getting just something positive because there was a lot of sort of positive stuff and you never know with these things. They can sometimes take longer than you might expect. But, uh, but that's definitely sort of first concrete. Uh, result and to perhaps sort of anybody listening to this wanting to uh, learn more how to use LinkedIn see me as the obvious message but um, we'll put some links in the um, notes for this that, that, that would be fantastic very, very kind of you but the power of it goes to show as I was walking out of the office after we'd agreed the, agreed the work uh, the lady said to me um, I never take cold calls never so it just goes to show you that with with LinkedIn you can actually get through that that sort of barrier that's brilliant I think that's really good to to show that the power of LinkedIn and helping uh, perhaps to warm people up so that they feel more comfortable about that approach yeah Coming back to the events that you run, so yep. I, um, we, we, uh, I heard about you and got to know you through, through your event, the Social Club event in uh, Cheltenham. With Laptop Friday, we co-run that with uh, an organisation called Cheltenham Connect, mm-hmm. and we've just set up, uh, you know, co-working is a, is a good concept, it's kind of like, this is a co-working and a networking event, really, and we've set up one in the evening now, so we just had have the you? first one a couple of, um, couple of weeks ago. I have ago, seen yeah. that, actually, on the emails that come through, I have, uh, it, it's the wrong time for me, Yeah, because <laughs> I've got... Children's duties yeah. and children's yeah. duties, but um, I would like to go. So I'll, find, I'll find some time at some point. Um, and actually, what I like about Laptop Friday when I can come is, is the fact that it isn't just a networking event, although networking is absolutely yeah. allowed. Yeah. And then if you, you know, if you, afterwards you can get out the laptop and actually do a bit of work. Or sure. It's very informal. It works yeah. very well for me. Yeah, it's a good approach. Yeah, I find, uh, and I'm not, I'm not the only one. I find people, if we look around us, I think we can see evidence of that now. Mm-hmm. Um, people will actually use it as a sort of meeting space. So mm-hmm. you get, well, I know it, people listening do, but I certainly get a lot of people that sort of say, "Oh, can we meet for a coffee and a catch up?" Which, which is fine. It could be useful if somebody new moving into the town wants to, wants to talk to you, but you're not quite sure what it's about. Yeah. So actually, getting them to meet a laptop Friday where you are anyway is kind of quite an efficient way of. Of managing such uh, such meetings, yeah, yeah. And, and they can meet other people. Exactly, and, it's yeah. a benefit to them as well. Sure, yeah. No, yeah. I, I like the idea. Have you got any uh, any other events coming up? Um, anything you'd like to promote, or any other ideas? Uh, nothing really big on the uh, on the events uh, events side of side of things. So on the social side, we just recently had a summer party that mm, was quite couldn't cool. Can make that either. That looked uh, really fun. Actually. <laughs> you, had, we, did you, you had quite a few people come to that. Yeah, we had uh, uh, just over seventy people. Um, well that. Okay. So uh, yeah, it was a very good uh, very good evening. So uh, yeah, just watch the space with regard to uh, regard to events. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, now, one of the things that prompted this interview is that uh, um, I noticed that you had started using this app called Periscope, yeah. which is um, basically a, a live streaming application, yep. recently acquired by Twitter as yep. well, um, which allows you once you have the app downloaded on your phone, you can press a button and be live streaming to the world with enough bandwidth yep. um, to anyone else who has the Periscope app. 
I'm particularly interested in this. I've not periscoped myself yet. I yeah. A little bit of confidence, but I will uh, <laughs> follow your lead and we'll, I might try a few experiments out. But I've been following on you and a few other people. Yeah. Tell me a little bit more about Periscope, how you found it useful, what, what you've tried, what's worked, what you found useful about it. I think it's paralyzed in its uh, simplicity. Uh, and it kind of it does what it says on the tin. It, it it works. There are similar products out there that haven't really taken off, mm. like Ustream, Google Hangouts, yeah. which I've used a bit. Meerkat, yeah. Um, Meerkat seems to work pretty well. I've, I've played around with it. Uh, but whereas small difference, perhaps, but I think quite important. Whereas Periscope, the videos allow replays for up to 24 hours. Yes. Uh, Meerkat instantly deletes, it's so gone. it is a totally yeah. live kind of uh, kind of thing. So I think that replay element's quite it, important. It does actually, because I'm never, I can never catch up. Maybe I'm with a client or I'm out. Yeah, and that's then, the but problem. I, I see your notification. I've got yeah. five minutes, and I can have a look at it. And it Which yeah. I think is quite quite useful. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think the potential for it is huge. I'm putting uh, my neck on the block a little bit, but I think it'll actually outgrow Twitter in, in time. I think they say it's about 1% of their users are, are using Periscope at the moment, but I can see that becoming 101% in time. Um, it's classic social media, really. It's a great way for getting yourself out there in terms of raising awareness. I think for a consultant like myself, it's about demonstrating your expertise yeah. and uh, thought leadership. But I think another key to a success is, is the engagement because you can, you've probably noticed you can use comments so you can, people can comment as they can say you're rubbish or you're interesting, but perhaps most interesting of all, they uh, can ask you questions. So yes. you can literally sort of have a, and people do, people run Q&A sessions yeah. with their, well, you have with their audience. That's, yeah. that's worked pretty well. I, I, and it's, it's interesting. In fact, I, I, you were doing a Periscope, was it last week or maybe a couple of weeks ago? Yeah. At, at the Laptop Friday, and so I was able That's to right. follow along and see yeah. that. It's quite interesting. It worked pretty well. Um, what drew me into it, well, in fact, one of the first interviews I saw you do was for, was it King of Shots? Is that, uh, is that his name? Yeah, just doing some um, sort of professional video work with a guy called Chris Kingshot, who runs um, Kingshot's Co- Coffee. King Shots, yeah. So the idea there was sort of filming the story uh, of my, me helping his, his social media. So from sort of start to finish, like I was talking about, mm-hmm. setting the benchmarks, uh, reviewing his accounts, and... Uh, Working literally from start, not not to end, because there's never, never really an <laughs> never end really. when it comes to social media. No. But uh, hopefully, we'll, we will see some improvement over over time, and it will give people an understanding of how we work. So, yeah, we're using Periscope for a bit of behind the scenes um, footage for, for for that. I think yeah. that's where it could work really well because it's very yeah. accessible. I remember I've, I've looked at a few uh, Instagram um, feeds for, for various famous people, yeah. Yeah. and you get to see a side that they uh, know. Um, they generally don't put out. Yeah. You're not going to see it in the media. And it's yeah. really interesting. It's something that they, they are happy with putting out. Yeah. They've it's taken it on their phone, they've, they've pushed up onto Instagram. And, it's really, and I can imagine Periscope being very much like that, behind the scenes of the band before getting ready. And I, I agree, yeah. Because uh, it's, it's, it's raw, there's no opportunity to, to edit, which, yeah. which does, does give you challenges. Yeah, but... we were talking about that earlier, that <laughs> it's good and bad. Uh, but yeah, you're right. You can actually see, and I guess that's true for business people as well. You know, you can actually see the true nature event rather than the glossy PR version of a conference or a, or a show, perhaps. Yeah. yeah, and I think it's going to have real value in the future. Yeah. So um, you're a pretty busy, busy chap. Um, yeah. You, you also do a lot of consultancy. You run these events. Yeah. Uh, you, you've got. You've tweeted forty five thousand times, which is a lot. I think I was only yeah. about three and a half thousand. I'm quite mediocre in that sense. Yeah. And ten, almost ten thousand followers, which is yeah. amazing. I mean, how, how do you? 
if, if we're just looking at that metric, I know that's not yeah. a, metric, a, a, well, a necessarily good metric, but I think it's still impressive. Yeah, I've been doing it a long, long time, sort of uh, 2000, uh, 2008. Uh, I'm often asked, how often should you, should you tweet? And I, I don't think you can put a number on that. My answer to that is it's, it's, down, to, it's down to value. Yeah. If you can put out enough value with 200 tweets a day like Paddy Power do, for example, they make people laugh, uh, then you can, it's worth doing. But I think probably for most businesses it's going to be a lot less than that, maybe typically around five or six times a day. But ultimately it comes down to what you're providing. If, you're, if your audience love what you're doing, they find it useful, then that's, that's the answer. You, you, you come up with a, with a number that's decided by your audience yeah that fits well I mean you're, yeah, you're incredibly active on posting on Twitter um, but it's all lots of helpful information it doesn't tend to be a lot of useless it's, thank you yeah that's what I try and, uh, try and do I certainly follow yeah. along and retweet yeah. things yeah. where relevant it's very good yeah just to sign off what sort of tips would you like, we've got two key things that you think people should focus on in social media obviously you can provide the rest they can engage your services but there's something where you think just if nothing else focus on these two areas what would they be Listening would be the most important thing. I think that's a concept that people, perhaps social media people, talk about quite a lot. But we, sort of putting us in a in, in a in a bracket there, don't necessarily even practice it enough ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a it's it's a it's an active uh, active thing. You have to be very active. So, and I think in a, in a number of ways. So listening in the sense of going back to that thing about your audience and providing value what is it that they want from you so it's listening to to, to what they want but also when they are communicating with you it's it's responding to that you know at the very least responding in some sort of way but very preferably not in some sort of horrible automated twitter dm way Mm. direct message way but in a in a personal way that is good for good for them so listening, I think, is, is really important. And technically, there are loads of really useful tools out there that you can do to, to monitor what's, what's happening across, uh, what's across social, one social, social media. For listening, I would say Twilight. Uh, it's a small yeah. company. Not a lot of people perhaps know that one. Uh, it's twilight.com. And it makes your life easy because it can actually send you tweets with hashtags and keywords into your inbox mm-hmm. so it's not one of these where you have to sort of manually go out there and run the run the search uh, so yeah that's quite handy because uh, I mean while email is still uh, uh, email is still pretty consistent it's the inbox for, for everything yeah so exactly yeah yeah. yeah so yeah um Another, if you wanted two, I think you asked for asked two, for yeah. two. Absolutely, I want my money's worth. Another, another conversational one, and and I'm, by the way, you know, I think social media is it's it's really it's an extension of what we're doing now. It's an extension of face to face conversation, yeah. isn't it? It's just in a, As in it a different, be, different well, space. Well, than getting, I mean, automation is is brilliant, and I'm all for automation, but it, automating social interaction, yeah, doesn't feel right. No, you can't 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 do it. So tied into the, the the listening one would be asking questions. So great way of starting a conversation, whether that's at a network meeting, mm. at somebody's party, or online. You, know, you put out a 
question on your Facebook page or on Twitter, people are human nature. People are going to want to engage and interact with that. They're going to they want to answer, and it can also provide you with some some useful stuff as well if yeah. you if you're asking them the right uh, the right questions. Great for listening and asking questions. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they should be in, should have given them the other way around. But no, I, th- I think li- listening <laughs> listening is important. And if you uh, certainly, I found when I was not confident uh, coming to networking events, one piece of advice I was given yeah. was just ask questions. You don't need to talk about yourself. Yeah. If you can ask simple questions about the other person, yeah. they'll think you're amazing. They'll, they'll, they'll find that they had a great conversation with you even though you might not have said very much and you asked lots of questions because they're talking about themselves yeah. and that's probably the nicest subject in the world for them. Yeah. No, just, just to make a final point about to emphasise that one is Twitter, which we presume know what, they're, know what they're doing as a social network, is very interesting. A lot of people probably just never seen it, not since they've signed up to Twitter. But if you go back and look at the Twitter sign-up page, there's a few mm-hmm. words on there that describe Twitter and I think it's very pertinent that they describe it as a source of information, as somewhere that you go to listen. Mm. They don't describe it as a service where you go on there and publish your stuff and post what you have Which to breakfast. Which is very much different or, from how it starts. So it, 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 it's, it, their approach yeah. is from a consumer of uh, information rather than a producer of information, which, which I think is very pertinent. And, and no, relevant. that is interesting. Uh, although I, I would add that I've, I've always been... I, I don't think they say enough about exactly what it does. They assume mm. you know the power of Twitter. Yeah. I think they don't onboard people as... As well yeah, as they perhaps yeah, do, but you know, that's, yeah. that's by the right. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's brilliant, thank you. So, uh, just just to finish off, where um, you're on Twitter at Internet Intranet Future, not yeah. Internet Intranet Future. Yeah, it's at Intranet Future all over social media. Yeah. So Periscope, Facebook. Uh, yeah, uh, that um, website is intranetfuture.com. The Internet bit comes from uh, my background, really. Uh, when I last finished employment back in 2009, I was running a global internet for 20,000 people, so I was into intranet at the time. Yeah. Good fun, yeah. I'm at SharePoint. I, I, yeah, well, that's all I stuff, use, yeah. use a lot, I used to do my heading. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, anything else you'd like to promote? Uh, no, I think that's uh, okay. that's it. Yeah. Well, I'll make sure all the links are on on the show notes. Uh, and I'm Ben Kinnaird. Uh, you can get me um, at Ben Kinnaird on Twitter and various other places. Thanks very much. Thank you.